Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure depressive aggravation. Take a look and you'll see into your insomniatic imagination. Hi kids, I'm your host Sartini and it is currently day two of living in my new city home of Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. And uh, we've had a lot of, uh, it's, it's been weird, you know, not going to lie. Moving to a new place is something normal for me. I typically travel all the time within the U.S. I'm always moving, changing different states. And I feel like I never really settle down anywhere. And I'm always on the go and, you know, I'm always doing something someplace with somebody sometime, you know, and that definitely reflects in all of my lifestyle habits, not just location, but of course, you know, I'm always seeing like a new girl and I'm always working on a new talk show project. And, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, am I ever going to really stick with anything or am I going to be this just wanderer type all my life? And I guess another one of the main reasons why I decided to change my country and move somewhere else was because I'm actually looking for a little bit more of, of grounding and stability, which is kind of funny because moving to another country, well, that's kind of terrifying and you wouldn't expect to find stability in a place like Saigon because, well, if you Google Saigon's traffic, you'll see that, well, they don't, people just kind of fucking, they just go everywhere and there's like, eight different lanes at one time moving on and everyone's going in an opposite direction. There are no stop signs or stop lights. People just go and you have to walk between the traffic. It's crazy and you feel like you're going to die. So really the environment here seems to be more chaotic than anything I've ever experienced before. But I, I think within here I'll be able to construct this paradigm of stability. And I think really what travel does is it allows you to sort of let go of your old identity and you can transcend it and become something new. So if you're moving one place, you've got, you know, one brand, the brand that is you today. But if you're going somewhere different tomorrow, you can switch your brand and try to create this new character and new style of existence, which is something I'm trying to focus on right now. And the main thing I'm, I'm really wondering is, is what my intention to do here is like, sure, you know, I'm, I'm here, I, I want to be making some internet content and you know I, I, I want to be sharing my messages and, and monetizing this what I'm doing right now monetizing uh, the art of speaking but also like how do I want to do that and do I want to keep making the content I am now or am, am I trying to do something else I don't know I'm confused and I guess the main part of confusion right now is like you know this new person I'm trying to design not only what are his habits and motivations and personality, but like, what does he want to do with people? I'm in a very strange land. I, I know nothing here. Do I want to have that mask up? Do I want to continue to play the wanderer card and just find silence and, and be alone and, and just exist as a lone traveler? Or do I want to, you know, make some friends? Do I want to do what I do in New York or in college and amass a huge social circle of people who I always go out with and just continues to expand and pulsate and I go back to being this really cool entertainer guy? Or do I just stay alone and meditate in my room and, and journal and write books? You know, there's so many different options when I'm in this new sphere of life. 
and it's kind of funny with travel. You know, everyone's always like, oh, my God, it'd be so great if I can go out and see the world. It'd be so amazing. But who gives a shit, you know? I've never been that much of a fan of travel anyway. I don't really, you know, its utility is there. I can see that. But, you know, living in one place is the same as living in another, in my opinion, you know? And with Saigon, like, yeah, the look is different. And definitely the people are a bit more uh, eccentric than we are in the U.S., but, you know, it's the same thing. You have the same questions of who am I, where am I going, why am I doing what I'm doing, you know? And those questions, the answers to them define your existence more so than the sphere you're in most of the time. And it's kind of just like living at home in, in that way, you know? You think the same thoughts. You just try to act them out a little bit differently, perhaps. But it's nothing too extreme, nothing too interesting, you know? Everywhere's just got their different version of normal. And uh, I guess the real journey is trying to acclimate to that. And um, the thing I'm, I'm kind of worrying about more so than not at the moment in relation to acclimation is like, you know, my whole dating thing. That was a big part of my identity um, when I was back in the U.S., you know? Like, hey, I go out with like a bunch of girls all the time and my life is amazing. Yay, learning. But what kind of learning do I want to do here? Do I want to continue learning from women and them being my main teachers? Or, again, do I want to be alone? And uh, I'm, I'm not sure which direction I want to go. So I downloaded Tinder. And uh, we're playing around with that is what I'm trying to say. You know, my brother and I, we've got, this, we've got one rule which we're, we always have to attend to with great immediacy, Right. And that rule is every time you step foot in a new area, be it a new zip code, a new state, a new city, town, fucking country, no matter where it is, you always first objective go on Tinder. So that's what I did when I got here. You know, I immediately, the first app I downloaded on my phone, bam, let's do it. And Tinder has been, wow, um, I, like, there's so many so many women. Like, what do I even do? Like, oh my God, there's like 70 matches in 24 hours. What's, I did that. That's so much volume. Is this what women feel like all the time? Like, Jesus Christ. I'm so popular here. Very surprising, I know. But, um, it's crazy, you know? And now I've got like, I think I probably got like four Instagrams today. I can probably go get tea with some of them later or you know, go out for drinks. And I definitely have the ability to do that. But is that something I, I should be doing? And I'm a little bit hesitant on it, you know? Everything is its own drug. You know, no matter how good your intentions are, they're always not as pure as we think, you know? And for women, again, the main thing, I, I like to learn. That's what I do. But is that portion of my life's journey over? Am I supposed to have a more stable sort of existence now. I mean, that's the, the point of this trip. That's my intention is to gain that stability. Will seeing more people like I had before lead to stability or more chaos? Chaos is such an integral part, an intimate aspect of the human experience. And I feel like we've got to have some chaos and, and some order and stability in our lives. And I think there's either external chaos in the world around you is this crazy moving, fast-paced world. And if you don't have that, if you're not always working and striving towards new things, 
well, then your internal gets a little chaotic. You know, your mental state starts to kind of go down. You get a little bit neurotic. You get a little bit jittery, anxious. You know, get that ADHD going on. And this time, I know I moved to a place where the world's moving so fast that I don't know what's going on, so that's good. Chaos in the external, but how do I prevent that from being internalized, you know? You can distract yourself only for so long, right? And, like, women, it'd be really cool to have around. You know, I love that portion of my life because that's how I learn everything. I don't even know what I would do if I wasn't dating a girl, like, by the end of the week, you know? Like... I'd have so much free time. And with that free time, I'd be able to make more content. But am I going to have enough interesting stories for my content? Am I going to be as socially acute and adept if I were to be alone rather than with people? You know? Like, that's my greatest fear as a speaker, to be sort of to myself so much that I forget how to talk. And I'm so used to hearing my own self speak that when I'm making content, I think it's good, but in reality, it isn't. I make a talk show, you know, very frequently, a couple times a week, but I don't post all of them because sometimes my, my social ability just isn't there and it doesn't translate properly. There's a very specific standard I have for my sound, sort of. And um, if I avoid people for too long, I, I sort of, you know, my finesse with words goes away and I can't really have that as a speaker. And, and maybe that's a big reason of, of why I'm always trying to be so extroverted and go out on the town, as they say, you know. I'm always going to different nightclubs, different restaurants, different something or other. I'm always moving in that way just so I can have better conversations, you know. And I fear if I am too much alone, then I'll just sort of stagnate in my art and then I'll, you know, I, I'll fail in my life. But at the same time with my art, I, I guess I need to go in a little bit more of a business-oriented direction, you know. Like I can make a 100,000 podcasts and they can be the best in the world, but if they're not marketed properly – You've not done anything, you know? I consider myself to definitely have more of a talent rather than work ethic. I don't even know what it means to work hard. And maybe I'll have to really figure out just how to do that and put my nose down to the grindstone enough to the point where, you know, I can start sharing my message more. Because what I realized is that, you know, my videos, I think the the content is is very quality, but, you know, I, I don't get any views at all. There's a problem with my SEO. There's a problem with my business-oriented approach. And in my relationships with people, you know, I'm always making different deals. I'm always making different promises, fulfilling different pledges. And um, I, I think of kind of friendships in a way sometimes as like a bargain, especially when you're out here meeting new people. Everyone in Saigon that's, you know, foreign is just traveling around. We're all expats. We're nomads in a way, moving from place to place. So they're never going to stay in your life too long. But you still want them around because being alone is not that great, right? And you need friends in order to help navigate the area together. And it's a really cool experience. It's this big adventure for everyone involved. But at the same time, it's like a business deal because, you know, you're, you're making a pact to stay together for a specific amount of time. And you know that one day you'll both fade away and probably never talk to each other again. But you're making use of the moment. Which, hey, that's a really good Buddhist principle to have. You know, appreciate a thing while it's here. Nurture it. Give it life while it's present. And then let it go when it's time. And I like that. And that's kind of how I like to do my business. Or really how I like to do everything, you know? When you've got someone in your life, you know, they're there because maybe you chose them or maybe they just showed up randomly one day on your doorstep. You don't really know how they got there. But they're there. And then it's kind of your obligation to do something with it. To see how far the adventure can go. 
and to not be upset for however the long the duration is that they exist, but rather just appreciate it while you have it and then move on when existence demands such. And I think that's a really good kind of detachment, you know, especially when it comes to dating, you know, guys were always trying to, you know, have sex with something and that's great. But really, we're, we're still looking for a sense of companionship, you know, and guys always get so bent out of shape, you know, we'll see these like beautiful, gorgeous women and we'll think we're lucky enough to date one and maybe we'll even ooh, we'll have a, we'll have a sexual experience with one. Oh, my goodness. And um, that's really fun. But then, you know, maybe the, the sex wasn't as good as the woman liked and, you know, she doesn't text back. She ghosts. She leaves. She doesn't respond to your messages. You know, then we'll all get bent out of shape and we'll get sad. And, oh, the one man she got away, I couldn't get her. You know, and we'll have these weird depressive episodes as a result. We take dating very seriously. We might not admit it, but that's true. And I think, you know, having that point of nurturing something while it exists and just letting it go when it's time is super vital there because then you don't make the other person an aspect of your identity. You just be with them as they are, when they are, and they'll do the same with you. That way you can always move on and it's sort of healthier. You don't have to take any baggage with you. Just go, hey man, it's great having you here. It was so much fun to see you. And now you're going on a new journey. I'm not going to follow you, but you know, this is the it. Thanks. You know, there's no animosity between it. There's no suffering involved. There's no woes or hardship or anxiety. It just, yeah, let it go. And I guess that's what I'm going to do with my travels, you know. There's no point in going back to America. There's also no point in traveling elsewhere. But I'm here now, and I hate traveling. I probably always will. But traveling is just another day of my life. Like, who gives a shit, you know? Like, oh, neat, I'm going to go to Bangkok probably next. Like, who okay, gives whatever, you know. Wherever I go, well, I'll be there. And that's it. Everything is just kind of equal, you know? One opportunity, great. Look, there's another one. Cool. Which one do I want? Well, wherever you go, you're just going to have the same questions. Wherever you go, you'll always be there. You just pick one and go for it, you know? Follow it until its end. And I guess really when it comes to traveling, it's like, you know, make a decision, you commit to it. Here in Vietnam, it's all about intention, baby. It's the only way to get across the fucking street. There's about 300 cars coming north, south, east, and west of you all at once, you know? And when you're faced with so many decisions and so many ways that you could dodge a vehicle, it's kind of scary because your mind scatters. You don't know what to do. You're lost in the sea of decisions. You're paralyzed. But all you have to do is just commit to one. Going straight. And that's it. If your intention is to go straight, you'll cross the street. Everyone else will dodge you. You become the constant, and everyone else becomes the chaos surrounding it. And they have a beautiful interplay there. But if you mess up once with your intention, man, if your intention is to go straight, and the last second you think a guy's going to hit you, so you swerve, boom. Knocks the whole thing out of order. And it kind of just becomes this weird mess, and everyone, you know, the chaos is there, but it kind of intensifies, right? That's what crossing the street is like. 300 people coming at you from all ways. If you so much as have a doubt, you're done. Doesn't work. Then you actually almost get hit, you know. Sometimes it looks like you're about to get run over, but at the last second someone turns. You can't be afraid of that, though. That's just a necessity of walking, you know. There's a large risk involved. I think like 24 people die a day in traffic accidents here or something I read once, you know. It's crazy. But just go straight, man. Go straight. Commit to going straight. And that's what it'll probably go down, dude. 
if your intention is aligned with your actions, that's like the goal of existence, right? To do what I mean to have done. To have my intention be to gain X and to actually do that. You know, that's human existence, trying to have that congruent sort of mentality going on, right? Our actions and our words aligning. It's a weird fucking journey that is, but I think that's definitely something I'm learning while I'm here. It's all about commitment, man. And if you're on a journey, cool. It's your obligation to stick with it until it's end. And where I'm going to end, I have no other fuck idea. But hey, at least I'm doing something interesting with my time. And I've got you guys here to support me, which is great. And I thank you for that. It's a pretty lax episode. I just kind of wanted to share the fact that I don't know what I want to do with my life. But I'm here. And that's all there is. So thanks. Remember to please uh, like, share, and subscribe. I'm so glad I could hear you. have you here on another episode of Depressed Ravings of an Insomniac. If you're on YouTube, hit that bell bell button, okay? Smash that thing. Get notifications on my channel. I'd love to see you back here again. That's all for me, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.